The Bright Horizons Parenting Podcast, just for ages 0 to 8. Get the advice you need from our own early childhood expert, Education Vice President Rachel Robertson. And make the most out of every chance to teach, play, and love. Ever have those mornings where you're just trying to get out the door and your child is refusing to put on their shoes or eat their breakfast, just saying no to everything? Well, there's meaning behind that one word and that reaction. Rachel and Claire explain what's really going on and how you can actually nurture your child's emotions in that moment. Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Rachel. I want to talk to you today about a topic that's brought up to me a lot by families because it's really, really challenging to navigate, which is that stage of early childhood where all of a sudden the word no is flying around a lot. No, no, no. Lots of disagreeable conversations, lots of tough interactions. It can be really hard for yeah. parents of toddlers when sure this happens. Yep. And kids, you know, when like, like they first start saying it to us, we're like, oh, so cute. They sometimes like put their hands yeah. on their hip or something. Yeah. I actually have a little two-year-old in my life named Leah and she just learned how to do that and she puts her hands on her hips and, and I laughed the first time yep. I saw her do mm -hmm. it and then I thought oh here we go I'm just reinforcing it and yeah. we're off on this path I know where this is going. She's it's really start. cute when they first I can actually yeah. remember when my oldest the first time she said no like she thought she was just the most powerful mm -hmm. person in the world but quickly became not cute. Right. But they are. That's a good point that you just made because that is what it is. It is power. And they have figured out that they have a little power in being able to say no. We react the way we would to anyone saying no. And they are growing their own convictions. They're starting to have their own opinions. Yeah, yeah. Lots of them have their own perspectives. And they want some control. That's a big part of development is more and more autonomy. That's a good thing. And I'll use the example of my youngest daughter, Abby. She was full of her own opinions and convictions and <laughs> said no as much as she could. And if she said no and I and we didn't agree and I thought I had talked her into a positive response, often she just figured out how to go around me and I would see that. Uh -huh. I would say to myself all the time, play the long game here, Rachel, like this is real good stuff. Her having autonomy, asserting herself, her yeah. feeling confident in that, that's gonna turn out to be real good stuff when she's older. It's real tough right now and we're gonna have to power through this in a way that doesn't push against her, that she doesn't feel confident or heard, but also gives her the boundaries and support to make different choices with how she expresses herself. And of course, as a parent, you can make boundaries. They don't get to not do everything all the time right. whenever they want, but I can tell you, Abby's 18 now, and it is, I was right. I played the long game and I was right. <laughs> she has such strong, powerful, beautiful convictions now. She's standing up yeah. for herself. She knows yeah. what she believes in. And that is exactly how it translated. But it's real hard when it's they're little really to, to, yes. to when see that future. When you're parenting a small child and they are repeatedly saying no about the food that you're serving, about the book that you've picked out at bedtime, that this is the appropriate outerwear for the weather today. Right. And they say, no, no, no. I really love that we're framing this conversation by recognizing that it's developmentally appropriate and also a positive milestone because one of the big jobs of toddlerhood and adolescence, as we know, is separating, realizing, you know what? I am not you. I am separate from you, mom or dad or caregiver, grandma, grandpa, whoever. I am, I am my own person. 
and I'm gonna flex that muscle and I'm gonna tell you, there's this really easy word I just learned to say, N-O, no, I don't wanna wear my coat today. No, I do not want broccoli with my dinner. No, I do not wanna to go to my fifth errand of the weekend. This is right. not, so it's just a great way for them to have some control, but also just reminding yourself as a parent, okay, this is perfectly appropriate reaction for this child to be having in this situation. It's hard not to get frustrated though. Yeah, and we wanna be careful not to tune it out too. So mm -hmm. when you, a couple of the examples you shared, I remember my kids both saying, no way you're putting me in that coat and their bodies get tense and they won't put it on <laughs> and then they go outside and they get real mad that you didn't give them a coat. Uh -huh. So it's just, it's hard to navigate your way through it sometimes. But you also wanna not get so immune to it or frustrated that you can't see what they're trying to communicate. So looking mm -hmm. behind what they're saying, is it too many errands? That's hard. They don't have a lot of regulation. Adults get frustrated when they have to wait a long time. Kids don't have that much capacity for stuff like that. Yeah. They don't have any control over that day. That is legitimately frustrating. Yeah. Or they have too many choices or they're not given uh -huh. enough choices. So trying to figure out what's behind it and what they're seeking, they're seeking it that they can express themselves, they're seeking mm -hmm. that they be heard, that they be respected. And if you can find your way through that and allow that, find times and ways to give them choices, yeah. encourage that autonomy, you'll get fewer and fewer no's. Of course, yes. I gave you the example of my daughter who gave me lots of no's, <laughs> but I, you can get fewer of them. Yes, so let's talk about that. What do you do in that moment? So I think it's important to recognize that we are not necessarily trying to get them to stop saying no. We want them to be able to stand up for themselves and assert themselves, right? So we're not punishing the no, right. but we can teach boundaries about no, give them appropriate ways to express frustration, model frustration, and communicate to us. Always, every, you know, their little brains are sponges. They're absorbing all the vocabulary and words that we're giving them. We can say, oh, I hear you're mad about that. Let me help you translate that into something that's not you just screaming no in my face. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, really reflecting them. I hear you. Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. I recognize the emotion behind it. Even giving them some words about what you're just right. saying. Like, I see you're mad or it sounds like you're frustrated to me. Mm -hmm. I get it, I recognize that. That can take a lot of the power away from yeah. that. That's what they want. They wanna be heard mm -hmm. out of that situation. They want whatever is happening yeah. to stop right now. Yes. And that helps them if you recognize it like that. But you can come back with some choices. What you're asking for can't happen, or you do need to put on your jacket, but you can choose which jacket you wear, exactly. or you can choose which order you wanna put on your winter clothes. Starting with boots first, or that's fine. You have fun putting your snow pants over those boots, but that's let right. them deal with that. That's okay. They'll learn yeah. a lesson through that. Yeah. Unless you have somewhere you have to be immediately. Let them work their way through mm -hmm. those things. Give them those options in that moment. We always yes. talk about in our programs having a yes environment. So yeah. that's something parents can translate at home too, is just thinking about all the times that they say no. And is it, or you're saying no, because you want to be careful as a parent that you're not saying no to them all the time, because right, right. then you're modeling that that's a real good word yeah. to use and that there's a lot of that in their life. So if you have a lot of things that you have to say no to, evaluate that as a, as Absolutely. a parent. Absolutely, if about, there's a point in your yeah. day, a part of your routine, or an area of your home where it's always yes. a battle. Yes. And I just had someone ask me about this yesterday. What if it's a safety issue and I, they're saying no to me and it's, they won't buckle their seatbelt in the car, their car seat? Mm -hmm. That's a hard line. That's a safety issue. So that's not a choice. That's what I would say. Oh, buckling your seatbelt's not a choice, but you get to pick what song I sing while I buckle your seatbelt. Or you get to pick what station in the radio we're going to, or you get to pick whether we drive to school 
by the park or we drive to school along the supermarket or whatever, <laughs> just whatever option you can present to get through that tough moment. Because sometimes when they say the no, you're still saying, oh, I hear you're saying no. You know, it's my right. job to keep you healthy and safe. So we're, we have to forge ahead yes. with this tricky moment. But there's always an opportunity to offer them a little bit of control over something else that's going on usually. Exactly. Of course, as a parent, your job is to keep them safe and healthy above all else, mm -hmm. socially, emotionally, and physically healthy. And so you have to draw those boundaries. But it also models for them that there are some times yes. that it's not going to work. You right. can't always get a yes. And how do you mm -hmm. cope with that? How, how do you, you manage cope? that? You don't have to take care of it all for them. Choices are a good way to get through it. But if they have a tough emotion, they don't like the choice they're having, as long as it's developmentally appropriate, mm -hmm. as long as it's safe, giving them choices and autonomy, that's okay. That's also a good life skill to navigate through, mm -hmm. figuring out what do I do if what I ask for doesn't, doesn't work out for me or if I don't get my way. Without it being a discipline issue, I like that you brought that up and I wanna come back to that because if we punish kids for expressing yeah. themselves, Again, thinking about the long game, that shows up in ways that we don't want later on mm -hmm. in life. If we tell kids that they don't have a voice, if we don't respect their opinion, as silly as it might be sometimes, if we don't show them there's value in that control or having some autonomy or being able to just kind of be the captain of their own ship sometimes, we are giving them a real strong message that will be hard for them to get themselves out of and will affect them for a long time. Yeah, I think it's also important to recognize how tough it is to be a little kid. And I don't know, I can't remember what study it was I read a while ago, but I think it's something like the average toddler hears the word no 400 times a day. That's astounding. How would you feel if you showed up to work and your coworker said no to you? Just constantly, yeah. And you have no, Constant. you don't know when your day is gonna end. You don't know you get to yeah. be part of your routine. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of where no's come from and mm -hmm. why at that age, because it's the combination, it's that perfect moment between figuring out that you do have opinions and perspective and you do have something to say and feelings about it and you have almost no control of your life. And that's what happens. That would happen to anybody. And Absolutely. so that you're asserting, and they don't have a lot of options. They have one. We've mm -hmm. helped them figure out one option and it is to say the word no, to behave in ways that are really resistant because that's what they have available to them. And we as adults mm -hmm. can give them more coping mechanisms and as they mature, as their brains develop, they'll figure out, they'll grow and hopefully we're teaching them mm -hmm. better ways for them to express their opinion or find their own options or solutions, their ways through that. Yeah, absolutely. And another great strategy is to reinforce, positive reinforcement when you know that mealtime is always a battleground of no or getting out the door is always a battleground for the no, no, no. When you happen to have a good moment, not necessarily even a good day or a good morning, but just like a few strung together moments where there's some harmony, say, oh, this is just so, we're having such a wonderful time getting out the door, you know, make a big deal about it, celebrate the wins. <laughs> because that's reinforcing the behavior that you want to see. Mm -hmm. and, and reinforcing things like, oh, I like the choice you made. I know that was hard. I know that's mm -hmm. not what you wanted to do. And I saw you work really hard to do this other thing. Focusing on the effort, effort. it took them, even if it didn't totally turn out, even if they melted a little bit at yes. some point during it or they got frustrated, that mm -hmm. effort 
The more that they work on that effort, the stronger their brain development and body development will become and they'll build some of their own regulation and routines and then they'll be able to achieve it more and more. So you just kind of have to power yourself through. You're helping them build brain structures and body structures and social emotional abilities and you will get through this. And the easiest way to get through it is to not meet it with frustration, but meet it with that respect and support to help them through it. No is a powerful word and tool for kids, and there's a good balance of figuring out how to help them in that moment, but also steer them in the right direction. As always, we have a lot more parenting and early education resources, so be sure to check them all out at brighthorizons.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us and find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on Teach, Play, Love and rediscover parenting as a joy it was meant to be.